0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. The late 70s and early 80s gave us some of the most influential, game-changing, and life-changing science fiction the world had ever seen. That era also gave us some underrated sci-fi gems that are sadly forgotten and overlooked, And it gave us some science fiction that deserves to be forgotten and overlooked. I'm Earl Green and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 minutes of science fiction history for January 30th, the day that the film Earthbound premiered in theaters. Earthbound begins with a pretty standard sci-fi trope. Aliens with a damaged ship are forced to land on Earth until they can repair the damage and fly home. Which begs one to wonder, as this trope is so common, do aliens look at Earth as some kind of galactic Bermuda Triangle, full of crashed ships and stranded aliens? Anyway, the ship crashes in a lake in a rural area, and the government is quick to react. Search parties are created to locate the craft, and anyone or anything that came with it. The ones who actually find the aliens, however, are an elderly hotel owner and his grandson. The aliens look like us, of course, and also speak like us thanks to learning our language from our transmissions. They insist they're not dangerous and ask for shelter. They all manage to escape the authorities with the help of the aliens' powers, including telekinesis, telepathy, speaking with animals, and the ability to turn invisible if they hold hands and concentrate, and they begin to search for the metal they need to repair their ship. Do they succeed? Are they able to repair their spacecraft and return home? Look, this movie isn't worth waiting until after the break. No, they don't get the special medal, and they end up stuck on Earth. But there are a couple of interesting things worth mentioning about this movie, and that we will get into in just a moment. Okay, so just to wrap up a couple of plot points... There are a few showing off our powers scenes, like the alien son being a little too good at basketball, and the alien daughter showing off to impress some boys. The latter is captured by the government and has to be saved by her father. There's also a subplot about some shady Middle Eastern sheik. what can I say, it was the 80s, trying to buy the hotel. The alien powers help save the day in both cases, but alas, there isn't enough MacGuffin metal on the planet to fix their ship. So they hide the ship in an underwater volcano, hack into a government computer to create some new identities, and start their new lives as Earthlings, which was supposed to kick off the series. Earthbound was initially created as a TV pilot, but no networks were interested, so the content was released theatrically as a feature film. After that, the film was pretty difficult to find, but now it's available in its entirety on YouTube, which is less of a recommendation and more of a cautionary tale. Okay, so what makes Earthbound Sci-Fi 5 worthy? As is so often the case, it's the names involved. For instance, the kindly innkeeper that takes in the stranded aliens is none other than Burl Ives. Joseph Campanella plays the obsessed and somewhat sinister government agent hunting the aliens down. The town sheriff is that Klingon of many faces, or is that the other way around, John Shuck, with Stuart Pankin as his inept and clumsy deputy. And Earthbound was directed by James L. Conway, who would go on to a very successful directing career, including episodes on four different Star Trek series and The Orville. So there's actually a decent amount of talent wrapped up in this little film, which, again, is more of an interesting observation and is in no means a suggestion to actually search for this film. Instead, we'll use the end of the film itself as a guide. There were no aliens. It was all a hoax. Call the search off. Hold for freeze frame. Okay, so maybe that's a little harsh, but the zany art on the movie poster for Earthbound and its tagline of a very spacey comedy seem to promise some madcap antics that simply aren't there. But I don't want to end on a sour note, so I'll tell you what Earthbound does have. A green space monkey. Who doesn't love a good space monkey? This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for January 30th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment.